the final day of the month. Examine yourselves, and only then eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For all who eat and drink without discerning the body eat and drink judgment against themselves. 1 Corinthians 11, verses 28 through 29. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Psalm 139, verses 23 through 24. Today we engage in end-of-the-month self-evaluation. The passage from 1 Corinthians quoted above has often been misunderstood as a warning against receiving Holy Communion. Paul does this statement after criticizing the Corinthians' practice at the common meal. But his concern is that their malpractice reflected a failure to understand what it is to be a community of faith in which each one cares for and about all the others. Their selfishness while at table created a situation in which the poor, who arrived late after a hard day of work, found that all of the food at the evening meal had already been eaten by the affluent. Paul asserted that this betrayed the fact that the congregation at Corinth did not discern what it means to be the body of Christ. Therefore, profound self-examination was in order. Our communion practices are quite different, but the need for periodic self-evaluation is no less necessary in other areas of our lives. The final day of the month provides a convenient schedule for such examination, found in today's order below. This day can be an occasion for fasting or abstinence for those who have no illnesses that forbids such practices. Fasting may mean foregoing food and drink, except for water and perhaps juices, for part of a day or an entire day. Abstinence may mean being a vegetarian for a day, if ordinarily you are not. Such practices are ways of indicating to God our seriousness about self-discipline. In addition, fasting reveals how much time and attention we normally give to food. The time not used for these activities today can be devoted to prayer and to the kind of extended self-examination suggested below. Finally, fasting enables us to identify with those who are perpetually hungry. Many Christians contribute to the poor the money saved when not eating. Because Sunday perpetually commemorates the resurrection of the Lord, the church is taught that the Lord's Day can never be a fasting day. When Sunday is the closing a day of the month, Saturday or Monday may be used as a fast day instead. It has also been the custom to exclude fasting throughout the entire great 50 days, from Easter Day through the day of Pentecost. Those who cannot or prefer not to fast may find other ways to make this a distinctive day at the close of every month, such as by giving up watching television or social media, or maybe taking on a task, such as an extra time of Bible reading or or edifying literature. Because no form of self-examination can be devised that fits everyone, you will undoubtedly wish to evaluate yourself in areas not listed below. Therefore, follow this order. Uh, You're encouraged to write um, and reflect and meditate. Um, You'll also find the words uh, to the examination on our Facebook page. Opening prayer. Give me honesty and integrity, O Lord that I may carefully probe both my actions and my motivations with a view to reforming those that are in need of remedy. Help me to put aside self-deception and defensiveness, and to acknowledge that I am indeed a sinner, yet one who knows the power of grace and covets the joy of transformation. Search me and know my heart, and lead me in the way everlasting, through Christ who died for our sins and rose for our justification. Amen.
Psalm 150. Hallelujah! Praise God in his holy house of worship. Praise him under the open skies. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Praise with a blast on the trumpet. Praise by strumming soft strings. Praise him with castanets and dance. Praise him with banjo and flute. Praise him with cymbals and a big bass drum. Praise him with fiddles and mandolin. Let everything breathing creature praise God. Hallelujah. From the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 4, verses 9 through 10, and then verses 19 through 28. It shall come about in that day, declares the Lord, that the heart of the king and the heart of the princes will fall, and the priest will be appalled, and the prophets will be astounded. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, surely you have utterly deceived this people in Jerusalem, saying, You will have peace, whereas a sword touches the throat. My soul, my soul, I am in anguish, O my heart. My heart is pounding in me, I cannot be silent, because you have heard, O my soul, the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war. Disaster on disaster is proclaimed, for the whole land is devastated. Suddenly my tents are devastated, my curtains in an instant. How long must I see the standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? For my people are foolish, they know me not. They are stupid children and have no understanding. They are shrewd to do evil, but to do good, they do not know. I looked on the earth, and behold, it was formless and void, and to the heavens, and they had no light. I looked on the mountains, and behold, they were quaking, and all the hills moved to and fro. I looked, and behold, there was no man, and all the birds of the heavens had fled. I looked, and behold, the fruitful land was a wilderness, and all its cities were pulled down before the Lord, before his fierce anger. For thus says the Lord, the whole land shall be a desolation, yet I will not execute a complete destruction. For this the earth shall mourn, and the heavens above be dark. Because I have spoken, I have purposed, and I will not change my mind, nor will I turn from it. From the letter to the Romans, chapter 2, verses 12 through 24. For all who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law, and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are just before God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law do instinctively the things of the law, these, not having the law, are a law to themselves, in that they show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience bearing witness, and their thoughts alternatively accusing or else defending them. On the day when, according to my gospel, God will judge the secrets of men through Christ Jesus." But if you bear the name Jew and rely upon the law and boast in God and know his will and approve the things that are essential, being instructed out of the law and are confident that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, a corrector of the foolish, a teacher of the immature, having in the law the embodiment of knowledge and of the truth, you therefore who teach another, do you not teach yourself? You who preach that one shall not steal, do you steal? You who say that one should not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who boast in the law, through your breaking the law, do you dishonor God? For the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you, just as it is written. From the Gospel according to John, chapter 5 verses 19 through 29. Therefore Jesus answered and was saying to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, 
The Son can do nothing of himself unless it is something he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, these things the Son also does in like manner. For the Father loves the Son, and shows him all things that he himself is doing. And the Father will show him greater works than these. So then you will marvel. For just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the Son will also give life to whom he wishes. For not even the Father judges anyone, but he has given all judgments to the Son, so that all will honor the Son even as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of the death into life. Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming, and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, even so he gave to the Son also to have life in himself, and he gave him authority to execute judgment, because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming, in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and all will come forth, those who did good deeds to a resurrection of life, those who committed the evil deeds to a resurrection of judgment. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Self-examination In the month now ended, to what extent have I identified God's work in my life? in making me more compassionate toward the needs of individuals, in giving me resolve to do what I can to remedy the deep ills of society, particularly all forms of abuse and exploitation that demean God's daughters and sons, in giving me greater spiritual discernment while at prayer, particularly in the study of the scriptures. Have I prayed earnestly for peace and given thanks for all who seek to bring it about? How have I worked toward it in my own community, in my own family? To what extent have I worked to preserve and protect the physical world around me by conserving its resources and refraining from those practices which upset its delicate balances of life? To what extent have I, during this past month, participated in the ministries of the congregation to which I belong? or of other religious groups within my community? How have I supported those in sorrow, pain, and confusion, and others who are distraught, those who have suffered from natural disasters? What support have I given to new members in the congregation, particularly to those who at their baptism I promised, together with the whole people of God in this place, to nurture and undergird with prayer? Am I more aware now than before of the extent of the church across the whole earth and of the many problems faced by fellow Christians? Have I been faithful in both the private and public worship of God? In the long range, looking beyond the month just ended, what growth do I see in my walk with God across the years? What threats to committed discipleship have I overcome? What threats still challenge me? What growth in grace do I wish to achieve in the future? Have I remembered to give thanks to God for all progress I see and to seek earnestly from God the power to follow more fully?
prayer for the close of self-examination. O God, mercifully forgive the wrong I've done and the good I've neglected to do. But let not your forgiveness be used by me as an excuse to continue in my old ways. Rather, let your kindness alter what I am and do. Restore in me the image of yourself with which you endowed me at creation. Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Christ, have mercy upon me, a penitent. Lord, have mercy upon me and make me whole. Amen. Prayer for the hurried. Lord, slow me down. Ease the pounding of my heart by quieting my mind. Steady my hurried pace. Give me, in the confusion of my day, the calmness of the everlasting hills. Break the tension of my nerves and muscles. Help me to know the magical, restoring power of sleep. Teach me to take minute vacations by slowing down, to look at a flower or a cloud, to chat with a friend, to pat a dog, to read a few lines from a good book. Remind me that the race is not always to the swift, that there is more to life than increasing speed. Let me look upward into the branches of the towering oak and know that it grew great and strong because it grew slowly and well. Lord, slow me down. Inspire me to send my roots deep into the soil of life's enduring values that I may grow toward the stars of my great destiny. Amen. The full version of the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, taking as he did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen.